Hi, everyone, and welcome to Phil and Ryan Attempt a Podcast. My name is Ryan DePasquale, and I'm joined by my co-host, Phil Shacken. We're really excited to be back, and we've decided to take this thing in a new direction. Our passion for acting and performing sparked this new adventure for us. Now we want to keep learning and talking with people who have done it or are currently in the field of acting, performing, and film. So moving forward, each guest will be centered around this concept. Our guest this episode is Melissa Bowler. She is the co-founder of Providence Improv Guild, Pig for Short, a training center and comedy venue that focuses on giving performers an open stage, teaching improv and sketch comedy classes and workshops. She also travels across the country with her workshop, Connecting Through Comedy, which trains professionals in teamwork, open communication, and creative problem solving. In our episode, we talk about how she got her start in improv, how it helped her in other areas of comedy, including stand-up and sketch writing, how faking confidence is key, and how bad shows and performances are part of the growth. She also takes part in simulation acting, where she acts out medical simulations, which is very interesting. You'll hear more about that and how that broadened her spectrum of acting overall. And she offers us advice to continue to pursue our passion. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. And without further ado, here she is, Melissa Bowler. Today we have the co-founder of Province Improv Guild and also the Yoda to my Luke for the improv, Melissa Bowler. <laughs> that's, that's one of the greatest introductions I've ever had. Thank you. Yeah. I practiced that one, actually. We did it about an hour ago. We practiced it. So thank you for joining us, for sure. This is pretty awesome. Yeah, glad to be here. How you been? Oh, you know, just experiencing a global pandemic. Why? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no big well, deal, right? Uh, you only live once, right? And you only live once. Yeah. Well, hopefully I live a little longer than 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is great. We really wanted so real. Uh, so after the improv, basically, me and Ryan. Ryan also did an improv class uh, at the which one, Ryan? Wage House. And, Wage uh, House. Yeah. And just Justin Wilder was my was my teacher. Yeah, and he basically at ours too. He teaches at Pig too. Oh, um, excellent! Yeah, I think it's a small. Is it a small community? Would you say? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure, everybody knows. It's kind of it's a kind of a good thing actually. Actually, but uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, uh, well, really, what happened was, um, you know, we did our improv class. Shit, we're probably looking at a year and a half now. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of jump started us to kind of, you know, we're we're both fairly shy kids, and you know, we did the improv class because you know Ryan suggested it, and I joined up with you, and uh, you actually really made my experience uh, really nice. You know, uh, it was right. you know, everyone knows what improv is. They already know it's like you're gonna be in front of a a crowd of some sorts and you know that was always for the eight weeks always a uh a fear of mine so you were able to really open up my uh what they call it courage i guess you could say to get up there and uh it was something really that stuck with me for you know since we i did it so i i really we did the podcast and i really want to kind of get you on here to hopefully shine shine some light onto uh how you do it why you do it um and you know how you can help others like me and Ryan get up there a little more, you know? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I know we miss you. You haven't taken any more classes or come on our stage at all. No, uh, one, I mean, uh, <laughs> I am still scared. Uh, that's one. <laughs> and uh, two, we actually uh, opened the door. Well, not opened the door. It made me uh, kind of look into acting a little more, the acting class. So we did oh, the, cool. um, cool. which one did we do, Ryan? I forgot. It was um, acting for non-actors at yeah. uh, Trinity Rep. So oh, we did, we did that we did shortly. We did that like last February, yeah. which was right after the improv, um, which was again, very, it was different, but definitely had a lot of elements of improv. So did, there yeah. were times Phil and I felt pretty confident in some of the things that we were doing. Cause we had already had exposure to yeah. it from improv class. Yeah. So that was, so that was pretty cool. So the main thing with this podcast has been another outlet for us to kind of put ourselves out there, be creative and further explore you know, potentially acting, performing, and we definitely want to talk to people like yourself who are in that world and community and who are, you know, pursuing that on a daily basis. So how did you get started in improv? Uh, I took a workshop in college. I, um, there was a, the, the college uh, team uh, at Providence College was called Rejects on the Rise, and they hosted a workshop. And um, I took it because I knew I wanted to be in theater. That's why, like, in high school, I found scripted theater. And I was like, this mm. is great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, 
And then uh, some of my friends were taking that workshop, so I took the workshop, and then they were like, hey, you're good, do you wanna join our team? Um, and then I just started doing improv from there. Uh, and that's basically how, that kept happening to me, where I would yeah. just be um, seen by a team, and then be like, hey, do you wanna join our team? And I'd be like, okay, sure. Um, I mean, when I first started too, so some of that was like, I'd like to think of my own like natural talents that were like just yeah. in there, sure, uh, sure. people saw. Um, but I also, you know, just sort of to nod to the situation, I was one of like maybe five females doing improv in the state at the time. Sure. So I was suddenly on like every group because everyone's like, we want our token female. And I was like, <laughs> I'll do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I gained I a lot of, it. yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, it, which is both, I mean, you know, I just want to like, you know, I do think I do have a natural uh, comedic talent, but yeah, I think um, I was given some opportunities that I um, might not have gotten otherwise and um i was suddenly you know before i knew it was on like five different teams performing all over the state in massachusetts uh -huh. performing like three to five times a weekend and did that for a few years and that's basically all my training i don't have any formal improv training i've never i've taken one i've taken some improv workshops i've taken uh one actual improv class which is a herald class um okay. and that's it uh, everything wow. else has been just learning through stage time. So I don't really have the um, sort of the, you know, it wouldn't be the way I would recommend most people going. Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of ways, I got lucky early in my career that improv was just starting. And a lot of groups were like, we just want at least a female, if not more. And yeah. um, I got a lot of stage time that way. And and then it was, it, it went, and stage time is like the best sure. teacher because you learn so much by being in front of an audience. Were you always, uh, were you always uh, openly com uh, comedic or were you always uh, kind of like shy and you just something sparked or you just been always open to letting it rip? So I've, uh, so yeah, I've, I've been both, I, I consider myself a very shy person. I'll say like mm. in smaller crowds, I get very nervous and anxious mm. and I feel very awkward socially. Um, but in front of like a big audience, I feel like very comfortable, which I don't huh. know if that works. Interesting. Yeah, yeah why that is like speaking in front of like an auditorium i'm like great this is fine um but like uh, five people that i don't really know that well i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> this is terrible interesting that's so interesting yeah <laughs> and I've, I've always kind of been like that and it's funny I, I was looking at my fifth grade yearbook and i was voted most likely to be either a scientist or a stand-up comedian like wow. those two people Get are like, out. Wow. you're gonna be um oh, wow. yeah <laughs> I, yeah because i was i was pretty i was a very nerdy youth uh very yeah. like always like top of the class except for spelling I still can't spell for beans um <laughs> but everything else kind of uh, academically kind of came naturally to me and I was always very funny my family's funny you know so mm -hmm. um I was always like the funny one of my friends and uh and I started actually doing stand-up right around the same time I started doing improv as well wow um, right yeah, so you just so, stand up as well. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't do as much, nearly as much anymore. I'll do yeah. it on occasions. And um, I do this like improv training for corporations and do keynote addresses. And that yeah. is basically stand up. Um, sure. Because I just sort of integrate a lot of like stand up material into that stuff. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, going to that, I did notice that. I checked out your website. I peeked it out. Uh, oh, cool. So, you're doing a lot of, it looks like you're dealing with a lot of uh, fairly good sized companies. Um, I guess. Yeah what is it like pub, pub, some type of like uh, community like co-worker warm-up type thing or like how does that um, come about it's a it's a little bit of everything I um I, I started specifically for improv for sales students at Bryant University and that was like mm -hmm. where I sort of got my toes wet um, and just sort of built curriculum from there and now mm -hmm. I do everything from like team building conflict management to like unconscious bias and it's all using improv comedy because improv sure. helps illustrate how our brains work. Because as you you know, like mm -hmm. you're working with free association, you're working with like the first thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's very revealing how people's brains work. And if you notice right. like your classmates, you like, you'll hear someone make a joke, you'll be like, oh, that's that person. Okay, cool, noted. Yeah, and you start to figure people out based on their humor and based on what kind of things they say casually. Um, especially when they're just free associating and on the spot. Cause I think when there's that stress, you're almost more honest or like your brain's mm. a little more like raw, like this thing. Sure. Um, so it kind of helps to illustrate a lot of that stuff. And so it's very useful and it's, I mean, as you know, it's great for building confidence. It's, yes, you yeah. know, all that sort of stuff. So I've just sort of 
uh, I pair different games together and different teaching points, but a lot of the same games work the same. That's why like yes and is everywhere. Like you'll see that in like business books. They're like, we look at, look at this yes and, and you're like, yeah, right. probably been doing this for a long time. Right. Maybe less socially awkward too. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, because you can, you can read people a little bit, you know, yeah. like, you know, okay, they're going to stop talking. So you can like say something where it's like, you know, yes and joins the conversation, which kind of helped me with, uh, with my business. Um, Cause you know, sometimes I can ramble like yeah. super ham like probably right now I'm rambling, but same time as when I was talking to customers and stuff, you know, it kind of like slowed me down a little bit to kind of stay on course instead of like rambling and talk about being a doctor, even though I'm talking about trying to sell something, you know? So it was, uh, it was a real cool, uh, when we started doing it, it was, it slowed me down a whole a lot, which was super nice. Um, and kind of get a little more out of my head or in yeah well out of my head oh into my head i forgot yeah but, right uh, yeah oh yeah, yeah so i'm not both, like all right? over yeah. the joint you know and uh yeah. kind of with the topic so mm-hmm. um that was something that really got me i gained yeah. from the improv class for sure feeling is mutual too i mean yeah. we both have talked about how there's so many interpersonal strengths and skills that translate from doing improv and practicing improv into the real world and yeah like mainly, you know, communication, listening, collaborating, like, I'm sure that's what you probably preach to the corporations that you talk to, like it all, it all translates. So you realize pretty quickly and it allows you to kind of slow down and work with your scene partner, listen to what they're saying, try to build off that. And that just, you can use that anywhere. That skills useful anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't, the concept I'm teaching and using, I didn't invent, like, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. invent, like, some of the, I invented some specific improv games to make them, like, a little bit more directly translatable to sales or rapport building or nursing or whatever the, the sure. thing I'm in, but the concepts are just, like, listen to each other, respect each other, yeah. oh. work together. <laughs> like, oh, right. Simple, right? For everybody, really everybody. Like, there's yeah. no one that works in a vacuum, so yeah, um, it, it applies to every field. And it's funny, because, like, I'll get a new client and be like, have you ever worked with pharmacists? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's Doesn't no matter. uniqueness out there, unless, like, somehow I worked with someone who was like, we work single person alone in a cave and we don't see people for weeks. I don't know how I would improvise with them. Um, That'd be tough. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> my work, my stuff might not apply then. I don't know. Right, yeah. right. Right. Pretty much if you're interacting with people on a daily basis, like you're going to, you're yeah. going to, you're going to benefit from some improv training. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. a funny to- Toastmasters. It's a funny comedic Toastmasters. I suppose. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I always say just do Toastmasters or uh, do public speaking at say a community college and me hearing public speaking turned me off. Like I was like, I became afraid, you know what I mean? So when I heard yeah. the improv and then when you did it, it was like, this is kind of like public speaking in some ways. <laughs> it's all the same. I think it's just, yeah. improv is, it makes it game based. So mm-hmm. you're just playing games for a few hours and then you come out of it. You're like, Oh, I was just doing that weird stuff or that silly stuff in front of people that I don't really know. Sure. But at the time you're just playing a game. So it's, I don't know. It's, I, I just think it's so fun. It's, it's helped me in so many other, my other comedy things that I used to do. Like once I started doing like improv helped my stand up. stand up right. did help my improv, sure. but improv helped my stand up way more, you know, and it helped my sketch writing and it helped clowning. Like it helps everything because yeah. there's so many situations that you're just putting yourself in and, faking your way through it and yeah being able to fake confidence is super useful Mm -hmm. because I think so many of us don't have any confidence like I know I come off as a very confident person and I definitely know how to fake confidence Mm. but I'm not very confident (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's but it's what we're all doing we're all kind of faking it and Mm -hmm. you know that's really the key it's not it's you almost have to fake confidence before you actually build it naturally, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. What's your, how do you, when you're teaching like an intro to improv group, what's kind of your spiel in the beginning to almost let people let their guard down or understand, you know, it's just, it is about playing and just having fun and just kind of go with it. Is there like something that you say to each class or is it dependent on the group of people? A little dependent, but I'll say like my general points that I say is like, we're all, because people often ask like, am I going to be embarrassed? And I'm like, mm. yeah, we're actually all going to be embarrassed together. Like right, we're all yeah. going down on this sinking ship. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason that's comforting, like, because yeah. 
if you know if one person is moving in a silly way it looks like it's like we isolate it and you're only looking at that but if everybody's doing it suddenly it's choreography and you're like wow mm. cool yeah. um, so it's I, I think for me it's I'm always telling people like I've, I've never had anybody leave a workshop even with like uh, workshops which you would think like the most stereotypical stiff people like accounting or something like that sure. like I've never left a workshop where people were like that was terrible afterwards they were all mm. like oh that wasn't so bad I was like right. okay and I was you know even like the people yeah. who I could see them almost shaking before uh, the workshop starts mm. and they're like or they're sweating and they're like what is this going to be like am I going to be on the spot and I'm like it's okay you know it's, it's so you always and you always build slow like as a teacher um like the first couple exercises have like one or two words in them or it's mm -hmm. just walking or eye contact or like things that are um you know we start off like with the training wheels on so it's like it's okay we're, we can all do this yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We build up but we all have the skills inside of us because if we're comfortable we're all like fun and funny people yeah you know it's just about getting people comfortable and so it's like slowly feeding the material i think is the key too so that way you're never you're never feeling like okay now two people on stage and start improvising it's like that would sure. be a lot um, oh yeah, but, yeah. But that'd be like, intimidating. Okay, Tossed an invisible ball at each other, and we're like, "Oh, yeah. okay, this is silly." I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so silly that it's like, I, if I can do this, I can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it was one of so actually it's funny. One of the classes and uh, for the uh, instruction acting, we were doing something where we were like, like just dancing or jumping up and down or something like that, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." Like, I yeah. felt actually ridiculous doing this more mm -hmm. than like actually talking or trying to do the improv course. It was. We were just throwing a, a, a fucking ball, and it was just yeah. like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which is good. That's why the embarrassment's out at that point, which I really liked. You know, it's, it's all the, the little nervous fears that you think at first before you actually start doing that. Say improv, you know, towards the end of the class, we did the improv, uh, you know, class or whatever. We just did the, what do you call it? Uh, we were starting, before we really did the improv between all of us, mm -hmm. you know, we just got all the jitters out in some ways with the... Uh, um, like the warm-up games? Work. Yeah, the, wor yeah. the workshop yeah. games and stuff like that. So um, that was – and that's that's something that you learned to teach or is that something that you kind of came up with and implemented? What, oh, like sort of getting people's nerves out? Yeah, like the workshop, um, you know, amongst, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it gets like a little bit of both. Like, I mean, improv kind of does that naturally. Like there's very few improv classes you'll take where you won't come out a little bit more confident and less easily embarrassed mm. and also i think it's about emphasizing that um embarrassment is something that dullens dullens that dulls dulls yeah there you go I'll take it yeah <laughs> we're gonna let it slide anyway there's a spelling bee yeah <laughs> see this is the trouble um, yeah it like there's only so many times you're gonna be embarrassed by the same thing mm-hmm like even if you think of the most embarrassing things like if you like wet your pants in public in the store yeah well the first time you do it, it's obviously super embarrassing right like we're adults what's going on <laughs> right but like you know if, if you did it a lot eventually you'd be like this is just my jam you know? <laughs> this is what i do <laughs> i'm just pants just pants you know um, metaphor for life keep wetting your pants <laughs> yeah yeah you're just the pants wetter it's not yeah. like that's that's all right you know yeah. um yeah, so I, I think even in the most extreme examples, there's only so many times you're going to be embarrassed by a thing. And, and I think we forget that anything can be practiced. Mm. And anything, the first time you do it, you're terrible at it. And then you get a little bit better at it every single time. And we forget because, like, a lot of us haven't practiced something since we learned how to dress ourselves. Like, we were like, this mm. is hard for me immediately. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it, right. Right. I mean, I do the same thing, even like with a new video game. I'm like, I don't like this the first few days I'm playing it. And sure. by day four, I'm like, I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's, it's just, you know, we're kind of, that's, that's part of our default setting. And you have to mm -hmm. kind of like accept that. Yeah. We, we're humans and we're going to have these, uh, like, we're not good at stuff right away. Yeah. That's we're a not, great. We're not good. Yeah. We're not good. We're not good. We're just that's... everything takes practice. That's a great mindset. Did you have that early on when you were no. going through improv? Right. I mean, easy to say now, right? After yeah. so many years. She wet her of pants a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I went my you, pants were the, you were the stop and shop pants sweater in the beginning. Yeah, it, was it was it tough to push through in the beginning? Because I know my experience, we did two showcases. So the first showcase that we did, I felt pretty confident overall yeah. with it. And then the second one, 
you know, there's a lot of crickets and, uh, you know, I, you felt like, ah, that wasn't that good. Like I didn't do that well. Yeah. But then yeah. That was it. That, that was it for me. That was the last time I did it. But most people probably like yourself kept going. So how do you, how'd you push through in the beginning when maybe you had your good shows and your not so good yeah, shows? I, you know, some of it, I, yeah, you, bad shows are part of it. Mm. Um, and I think, one thing I'm grateful for with stand-up background is that stand-up, you have so many bad shows. Like, because it's just your writing. It's just you up there. And sometimes you do the same set that killed in one venue and then another crowd and it's like nothing, no response. Yeah. Or I've gotten wrong crowd, girl, like to one oh, of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was like, brutal. Oh, okay. brutal. Yeah, this is yeah. where we are. Um, and uh, like, so that kind of, it, like, I kind of learned that way in regards to like, it's like a ratio. You have like mm -hmm. a ratio of good to bad shows. And a bad show will stick with you and it make you feel like, am I doing this? And yeah. like for you having your bad show be your second showcase, I could see why you're like, I'm just going to sit on the bench for a bit. I think I would have done the same thing because mm -hmm. if your second showcase was the better one, you would have been like, Oh, okay. I'm gonna keep going. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. There's yep. nothing like a good show to fuel that fire. Um, and, but you've got to keep up that ratio. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing too. So I had that stand up and I also had, was kind of lucky to be on multiple teams. So I didn't really have a choice. Like I was like, well, I got another show on to the next tomorrow. one. Right on, yeah. Right back at whatever. it. Yeah. I've got to keep going. And, um, and you also try to look at the whole show. Like sometimes it's a bad show in your mind, but then your teammates were like, that was good. Um, sometimes I've witnessed the audience be silent. And then like someone after would be like, that was really funny. I'm like, yeah, thanks for laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw me a bone out there. Right. Oh what God. You Just looking yeah. for your smiles. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been watching that, uh, with that, I've been watching that new uh, stand, uh, new uh, improv thing with Ben Schmidt on Netflix or whatever. Oh yes, and it's so super amazing. funny for sure. Amazing. He's doing yeah. great, but it's always funny like seeing the guys who like don't smile or laugh at all, but then they do the stand-up ovation and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. dude, are you in the show? Like, were you enjoying this at all? <laughs> yeah. So I guess you have to have blinders on at that point for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to try to kind of like you have to both trust that like your perception of how it went might be off. But also, like, you have to kind of start to trust in, like, okay, there's value in even a bad show because now mm. you start to see, like, either what you need to work on, what you need to, like, take a step back on. Sure. Like, there's, there's been so many times where I have to, in my head on stage, I'm like, okay, yes, and this. And, like, I'm thinking yeah. the literal yes, and. Now, that's, like, when I first started, I thought it all the time. And then as you keep going, you don't even think it's just second nature. Mm -hmm. But now, even still, like, there are those scenes where I'm like, I don't know where to go with this. And yeah. I have to, like, really stop and be like, okay, think about your training. Like, what are you going to sure. work on? What are you going to do? Yeah. So, and, um, well, yeah. But, yeah, so it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know if I answered that question. For you. No, you, no, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's a good segue. I, had a, I was curious, too. Like, do you have a a show or like a scene that you can remember that was just so ridiculous that you don't even know how you got through it or how it came to that like do you have any of those that stand out like that was like so bad is that what you're saying no just like yeah. ridiculous like just <laughs> the players in the scene like what you were doing who you were like are there any that stand out yeah i mean because <laughs> i feel like an bad. answer like that in improv is just ridiculous like you were i don't know a bottle of mustard or something in a scene or yeah. something like that you know what i mean <laughs> um, i've definitely done some unsustainable accents where i like was like we're just gonna try to do this russian accent the whole time and i was like i don't who, i don't even know this i can't do this sure. so i've done some of my own like choices on that i've also had the occasional scenes where someone was like oh look it's oprah winfrey and then your whole time you're like <laughs> How do oh, I, man. I don't oh, know no. I can't, I don't right. want to do it. Yeah, nor, nor should I be. <laughs> right, right, so, right, right. Uh, yeah, and um, so there's been like those things that come to mind, but I, yeah, nothing's really sticking out as far as like, this is absolutely ridiculous, but I, I do know for, like, I remember the feeling of being like, mm. I hate it up here right now, mm -hmm. and I don't know how I'm going to get through this, Sure. and I wish someone would wipe or tag me out, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, get this scene done. And I feel frozen. Like, I feel sure. like I'm just like going in circles and yeah, I have yeah. had those feelings. Um, but you know, you, like the ratio gets better. Like I've had right. way at this point, I've had way more of those feelings where I'm like, I can say no wrong. Everything yeah. out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm know? on fire right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. So, sure. It, and it's, and then like, so then you, you have like, 
a show where like 90% is like on fire and then you have like that like 10% that was like Ugh, hot mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah, right. Um, but it, it kind of like goes with it. It goes in the wash. And, mm-hmm. But it's about getting your ratio higher. Because when I first started, it was not, yeah. not 90-10 that way. It was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, the other way. way. Yeah. But get the numbers up. Yeah, right. Yeah, get, get the, the numbers ra- up. Yeah, the ratio. I like that. Do you have any um, – what's your experience with like acting? Um, do you have uh, experience with acting? Yeah, I do. I um, So the I used to do uh, – <laughs> plays when I was a little kid, like charge my parents uh, quarters and nickels to like come see me and the rest of the neighborhood kids put on a flip in, in their own basement. Awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> so now that I am a parent, I'm like, I would be so enamored if my kid was like, 25 cents, please. We put a lot of work into this. Um, <laughs> uh, we had, like, yeah, we had like costumes, we had scenery up in the basement, you know, like yeah. seriously. Amazing. So I started as like a kid and it was yeah. something I always like did for play. Like um, mm-hmm. and even in high school, I got, uh, I like got my first role in acting and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I remember mm-hmm. like getting off stage and my mom hugged me. My mom's like not a hugger. Like she's like an RN. She's like a tough cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she like hugged me and I was like, oh my God, I've got to get this dude. Do- I got to do this again. I got to yeah. hug again. I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, feeling, the feeling, yeah. Yeah, and then when I went into college, I was, um, you know, it's, I, I, I was just never cast really in anything except for, I was often, I've been cast as a maid so many times. Um, I used I used to get cast a lot. Basically, as a person, I'd like open a door, say a punchline, and then like retreat back off. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> And I've had that role so many times or mm-hmm. like some sort of like weird costuming. So I'd be like the goofy sidekick. Yeah. And I kind of got pigeonholed into those sort of roles, which I was good at on the one hand, but it also made me feel like, oh, I wish I could do more. Um, and then grad school, I went to grad school for uh, performance and society, which was okay. like, for like, is like theater for social change. Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool, which is like, I, um, which is something I'm really passionate about of how like, the arts can change the world um mm, for yeah. me specifically i'm into mm-hmm. the, the idea of like how improv can change the world mm. um but at the time it was like i was thinking all right scripted this is what i'm into yeah um and i ended up dropping out of that program for like a lot of diverse reasons um but it, that's sort of the core of that sort of stuck with me and mm. um i did some acting out of college with like independent theaters in Rhode Island, uh, elemental mm-hmm. theater. They, I don't really think they're around as much anymore, but mm-hmm. we shows them. Um, I did show with Wilbury uh, Theater, uh, at one show at the GAM, which I'm like super proud of. I'm like taking, that one was like the one the aunties got invited to, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, that, yeah. that was another one my yeah, parents were like, oh, we're gonna go and we see yeah. row. Right. Like, and I was like, you've been in show in so Get many years. Yeah, right. <laughs> GAM. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome yeah so and and i i liked scripted theater a lot i do mm-hmm. like it it's just a lot of long rehearsal hours sure. um so much time for very uh for like a smaller bit of product and also just the ratio of money wise as someone who's trying to do this work freelance and trying to make money as a performer mm-hmm. you know you spend six to eight weeks working on a show and doing the weekends of the show run for a theater and mm-hmm. you'll get like you know like only like 500 bucks or whatever which is like right. pretty good pay around here yeah but mm-hmm. that's a lot of time for that little out, output um yeah, and yeah. so improv as much as i don't get pre- paid to perform in the shows it's more lucrative because i can start teaching it and, and getting paid that way i can give workshops ah, and get paid yep. that way mm-hmm, whereas sure. like acting i can't teach an acting workshop i don't have an mfa like you know yeah. but improv, there's no formal schooling so i'm like the yeah. best you know like <laughs> That's great. Called me Yoda, so <laughs> hey, um, you are the Yoda of confidence. I like it. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So and I just did that, but and like script, sketch is scripted too. So I guess in that way, acting. Mm-hmm. But now I do simulation acting as sort of my day gig, which is mm. um, I do like medical uh, simulations. Like I'll like have a seizure, and then doctors and nurses will come in and like try to treat me. Oh, that's oh cool. wow! Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. And that's been sort of the bulk of my, like, that actually, like, widened my spectrum of acting, because now I'm doing stuff where, like, doctors are telling me about my baby who's dying, and I'm crying and stuff. And okay, so yeah, like, yeah. That kind of dramatic acting, and then, like, at night, I'm like, I'm a ketchup, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, 
which is wow. Sick. So they that's really interesting. They like they tell you what your symptom or what's going on with you. You act yeah. it out, and they gain the confidence to deliver that news to people. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's like so. It's it's every and it's all through different levels of training. So some of it's sure. like students, like student nurses, mm. student doctors, who are like learning stuff like how to diagnose a sinus infection. So it's like mm. little little things. But then there's also like neonatologists who are like. I have to tell you that the baby in your womb is dead. Um, and like, and you have to have those. Oh, like, wow. Oh, heavy. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, so there's wow. like heavy stuff. Sure. Um, and, it's, and it's everywhere in between. Some of it is just like um, when I'm sure they're doing it now to like, or they're going to do it soon. Um, after Ebola breakout, they had like Ebola drills, like all over the state where mm -hmm. they were testing just how long it took to get into the, all the personal protective equipment from when the patient is admitted and how to mm. how long it takes to quarantine the patient, how long it takes to disinfect everything the patient touched, mm -hmm. touched. Wow. like all those things. So some sure. of it, I'm just like, like pretending to be sick until I'm in this room. And then I'm like off, off camera for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and it's wow. Like, that's kind of nifty actually. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And it, and it, um, and it pays, it pays money, yeah. you know? It's yeah. Like, not a lot because it's not, it's, you know, there's not like a ton of gigs. Right. Um, but I've sort of, you know, slowly built up my reputation in the field. And now I work for a couple different hospitals and schools and, um, and that's, it's cool work. I find it fascinating. I, I'm like now my friend's medical friend, like people were like, I have this going on. Do you know anything? I'm like, well, I've sinned a case. <laughs> I had a seizure one time and uh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, all this, you know, all the symptoms. You, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For certain genres. I know a right. lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never done any prostate cases, so I don't know. I'm like, oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, maybe yeah. that's what I could sign up for. Uh, <laughs> it's great. It's, it's fun work, and there's a lot of improvisers and actors doing that gig, which makes sense because sure. you got to have a certain amount of range, and you got to have a certain amount of improv chops too, because they don't yeah. give you a script. Sometimes they give you some lines to make sure you say, but they're like, right. here's your vitals, here's your symptoms, here's your family history. Answer whatever they ask you. Wow. And so sometimes you are wow. making stuff up. Sometimes you're taking some guesses and sometimes you have to like, it's like very prescribed of like what you have sure. to say. Yeah. Wow. I'd never even knew never stuff that. like that that's, existed. That's cool. So that's. And you always have to wonder like, oh, did they actually use like real patients? But now that I know they were possibly improv actors. That's fascinating. Actors. Yeah. Okay. That's fascinating. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Phil and I have, have kind of caught the, you could say the performing bug after like doing improv and everything. Yay. And, and our, our thing now is, you know, we're trying to figure out where to go from here. Um, so what, what advice would you give to us? I mean, selfishly with talking to, to people like yourself, we get the opportunity to, you know, also pick your brain. Like how would people like us who have kind of taking another unconventional path with no real training or, education with performing or theater but have taken a few classes and really want to pursue it like what advice would you give to us to to give ourselves more exposure and to keep building off what we've already done well i would say i mean um so generically taking classes is always great because you're mm -hmm. going to build your skill set for sure mm -hmm. um, and the other thing too is is that comes with that and there's other ways to do this too is networking like mm -hmm. Rhode Island's a very small state, very small community. Like, as you know, like, you know, we've, we've got like a handful of improv theaters in the state and there are teachers that teach at different ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so if you make a good impression with your teacher, with your classmates, you know, and that is good impressions. Like I've always been taught you need to have at least two out of the three things of, um, you need to be punctual, you need to be talented, you need to be easy to work with. And as long as you have mm -hmm. two out of three of those, you're mm -hmm. going to get by. Um, Cause if someone's easy to work with and on time and even if they're not that good, you're gonna be like, well, okay, we can count on Jerry, you know? Um, sure. But if you're a if you're like really talented, but you're hard to work with, but you are always there on time, like you're like, well, all right, well, yeah. we it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. So and ideally you have all three. Right. But, um, right. like, you know, you want to make good impressions on people. And I, uh, you know, I try my darndest, even though I have before in the past, but try not to burn any bridges. Um, I certainly <laughs> have done it, but, um, you know, I try to maintain good relationships with people I've worked with. Yeah. And, and some of that is just like doing a good job on that project. And if you hated it, you don't have to ever work with them again, but you just don't say anything bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just kind of keep that sort of stuff. And then, um, and then also I think there's a, a, not as much emphasis, but doing your own thing. Like you two doing a podcast is super smart because mm. you're making content. Mm -hmm. 
and do any of your own thing. Like if you want to pursue acting, you two like find um, a scene you want to do, perfect it, like practice it yourselves mm. and then find some kind of open mic or variety show that'll let you perform it. And then now you're doing that thing. Give yourselves a title of like, this is yeah, Bill and Ryan's who we are. acting yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's something to be said for creating your own content, whether it's video sketches online, um, mm. like trying to do stand-up, doing going to open mics, like getting yourself on stage. And there's a lot of avenues to pursue to get sort of stage time slash, especially because of the internet, you could be right. producing content and it doesn't sure. even matter if anybody watches it. You're I'm just on stage like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Definitely. And, Definitely. and you learn so much by going through the process of <coughs> work and doing things. Mm -hmm. like. Um, just like writing scenes back and forth. I created yeah. this um, two person show with this uh, other person and, and they and I just wrote scenes back and forth to each other. Like I would write a line, leave it in the Google doc and then they would write a line, leave it Ooh. in the Google doc and we cool. created a whole show that way. And it was just like, it was oh, good awesome. to like work on the process of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes there's so many things that I've written and they never go anywhere but my Google Drive. And even that's good. Just to mm -hmm. even they go to like me and they someone else reads it, gives me feedback, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. It, it's still, you're still learning. So there's so much to be said for just putting on your own work, even if it's only like four people in the audience or only like three yeah. people on YouTube that watch it. Right, sure. Who cares? Like being creative is uh, like, you know, I've, a lot of, I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs say like being creative is probably one of the top things you could do, especially in this situation, because there's mm -hmm. so much things on the media, et cetera, where it's kind of like redundant in some ways, but or repetitive, but creating in itself, I think, um, you know, even for me, like this is creative where it kind of gives me that little jolt of energy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, it'd be interesting to see what we can do with that. Um, Especially now, you know, because right now um, we can't go anywhere, <laughs> which kind of sucks. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, creating content, I think that's yeah, yeah. really good advice. And even the advice of networking and creating good relationships, yeah. tie it back to improv, all this stuff is transferable no matter what you're doing, right? So that's advice you can give to people who are, you know, with any type of thing they're trying to pursue. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it kind of kind of carries throughout. Um, my last question for you is how did this guy get the name fucking Phil? Cause I went to, a, cause I, I went, cause I went to a showcase to watch him. And then when you were doing your introduction and you're like, ah, I'm fucking Phil. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's my boy. <laughs> um, it was like, you had, you hadn't missed a class. So, so he hadn't missed a class in like, I forget the exact things. I might be missing. Yeah, right. like, yeah. You had like really good attendance or whatever. And then like you missed your first class and uh the whole class we were like they did like some like montage and it didn't go that well and we're like well you know whose fault is this fucking phil like, <laughs> like blamed you for like the class having like a i didn't even know that so it's cool you told me that because I, yeah. I know someone texted me or they were on the google you know because we had the google emails yeah, yeah. and they're like yeah phil we bashed you that class i'm like all right cool but that's i never really heard like the context of it yeah cool. no it was just that it was just like because you weren't there and something went wrong i think it was like an exercise or a montage and we're like we all know whose fault this is and then the rest <laughs> of the class everything that went wrong in the class we were like fucking phil like like you Improv, abandoned God, all the time amazing um, that's that's great and then it just kept going like i feel like it was week five or something too so the in that class that you were in <laughs> was like was super bonded of a class like everybody mm. like loved each other kind of instantly and like yeah. no one missed the classes and i feel like you might have even been like the first absent person even yeah. or something like that like but it was like, in week five which is kind of unprecedented usually like week one or two there's always like someone yeah. missing yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but this class was strange like it was like everyone was like oh we actually love each other and we just want to drink each other's air all day long like <laughs> wow. it was like a weird weird vibe. all i can say but all i can say is that you gave me a really great experience at the pig there we go class one there we go um i would suggest yeah. it to anyone we actually do suggest it to a lot of people and uh, it's pretty we cool do. a lot of people have you know again we've only done one class i've only done one class you know what i mean but at the same time as people still have that the idea of improv in the bed of them because we mentioned it well, I mean, we talk about it a lot, which mm -hmm. is really awesome. So, mm -hmm. um, hopefully, I can get into improv too. Oh yeah, that's my question. Yeah, improv advanced. What's mm. the difference between improv one and improv advanced? Great. Question. Like, has it? How's it like? Uh, how do you like 
I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I think I'm invented word criterionize. Yeah. How do you how do you like advance? How do you that was <laughs> that's not, that's not a word is it? that should be a word. Uh, yeah. The improv yeah. jargon we use. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, there's there's like just more advanced com uh, uh, like comedy theories and like um, sort of like structures that you learn. So some mm -hmm. of it is like like the level four at Pig is the Herald, which is like a a pretty like a pretty difficult format to learn once you learn it it makes learning all other formats easier and it, there's like a structure to it and it's based on the rule of threes where something's funny three times um mm, like if you do yeah. something funny once the second time it's like okay funny but then the third time it's like, the bomb. funny yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. um and so the herald was based on that concept of like repeat things three times bring things back three times um and so it's a pretty like slam dunk format once you know how to use it and it's also mm -hmm. very translatable. So that's like, so that's one of the things we do like, and that's more advanced, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. more like advanced scene and more advanced character work. That's mm -hmm. like making not just your characters, like in level one, you kind of learn like a character is kind of a silly voice or like a mm -hmm. character walks in a funny way, yeah, but like yeah. advanced characters have more of a background and they're building on things and they have more deeper relationships. Okay. Um, you learn how to sustain uh, scenes for longer. Like I'm a big proponent of like, level ones those scenes should be like under a minute like mm. that's all you know how to maintain at that point right, sure, sure you want to keep moving mm -hmm. but like in the higher levels you get to the point where you can make scenes stretch out for a long time and then like eventually you get to the point where you can have a scene for 40 minutes you know and like yeah. that's really advanced improv so some of it is about endurance um mm -hmm. some of it is about uh relationship building some of it is also just getting your sort of like I don't know if it's muscle memory at this point, brain memory up to par. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. improv, you have to be, your brain has to be so on. Yeah. Like you have to remember stuff to bring it back. And yeah. what was this character's name, this character's mm -hmm. name. And um, that stuff you get better at as you work mm -hmm. on it and as you get more skills. So in like level one, no one like ever names anything or anyone or like where they are. Right. And you're yeah. learning those things. Mm -hmm. And then in the more advanced levels, like not only do you name each other, but like you've endowed each other with like, spouse names uh mm -hmm. kids names like where the property yeah. lands like right. all these sort of things like i don't know all sorts of advanced stuff and so it's it's about adding more layers and okay um, learning new things and um just in, in getting better at the craft like if you are like if you just want to like some people level one is plenty because mm -hmm. what they want to do with with their life and their career path whether performing or otherwise like more improv doesn't serve them any but for some people more or improv is is the way to go because otherwise yeah. they either they want to be an improv comedian and they want to do that more mm -hmm. or they want to be like a, a script writer or a sketch writer mm -hmm. and like that would help because mm -hmm. then you start to understand how to sustain longer characters and so, sure. so there's a lot of ways where more improv is useful mm -hmm. um but there's also for some people like i've had a lot of like teachers that come through and they often mm -hmm. will like They'll take level one because they're like, I'm a little shy in front of my colleagues, want to get better in front of my students. Sure. And they take level one, they gain the skills they need, and they're like, this is great. And, you know, other levels would kind of waste their time, you know. Um, sure. And some people, they, they think they're teachers, and then they find out they're actually improv comedians, and they take the improv class, and they're <laughs> like, oh, are. no, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of both, and everybody's journey is very individual. But wow. we... Like traditionally, I think in most schools, it probably stay the same, where level one, you have like a lot of people that try it out, but then maybe like half of all level ones, like move on to more advanced levels or all mm -hmm. the way to level four, you know? Yeah. Whereas like, you know, level one's like, level one's kind of for everybody. Yeah. Um, it's for anywhere you're gonna wanna go. And even if you're like, I wanna do stand up, even level one is plenty, you know, probably. Though I've seen a lot of the stand ups get even better at stand up by going through all the levels because I think they just sure. learn that many more comedic theories and how to joke tell and how to right stand up you're also partially sharing the stage but you're doing it with the audience mm. you know in some ways so learning that vibe of how to read the audience and how to like on the fly connect your jokes to different people like one of the best advice i got from stand up um was from this comic who's like you know your material like every time you do it like i was doing like a weekend with him where i'd open i was like i had like 10 minutes for his like 45 or whatever mm -hmm. but he was like just do your jokes in different order every night because it's like the like the brilliance mm -hmm. is, is in between the jokes you know how are you going to connect them how, yeah. how yeah. like ways that's where the things really come to life he's like mm -hmm. you already know your material so like i started doing that like every night like tr like 
bearing the order and it was it was so like i was like oh shit this is good wow like, does it yeah, I like that. Like, yeah mm. and it's so like just sort of that sort of like it's it's in that like undiscovered stuff is really like the beautiful stuff yeah yeah that's interesting yeah what you're working like this the sounds and the giggles and stuff at the same time as telling the story or material do you yeah. have, um do you actually have um we'll probably give you a shout out pretty soon but like do you have uh like any type of videos that me personally or you know, other people can watch like of your stand-up there is some <laughs> i think it's pretty old uh and old i don't know how well it holds up anymore you know I'm a little hey no it's always cool to see like you know for me like we just we heard this and i just learned you know stand up and you know i'm sure there'll be some growth within the stand-ups that possibly shown It'd be pretty yeah. cool to check it out you know yeah do yeah, you post I- a lot of stuff on social media like even just improv stuff too not as much as I should. I am mm-hmm. so bad at self-marketing. I am like yeah. so the well, worst at that. You uh, have content now if you uh, want to post it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, so there is. So if you, um, if you like YouTube search my name, there's going to be mm-hmm. stuff that's cool. posted up. Some of the stuff that's posted, I didn't post. Like someone else posted. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I was like, oh, that was the best show I've ever had. Let me put this one up. And some of it was like, I was like, that one? That's the one where? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's yeah. where we're going to Fine. <laughs> great fine um yeah. and also too like i've also come a long way in like my uh blind spots of what i think is funny and not funny so like some of the content that i was doing in like 2009 um mm. ages like it was made in 2009 you know like we don't know if you ever go, yeah. gone back and watched a show or a movie made like 10 years ago and you're like oh we thought that was funny, it was funny. <laughs> yeah that's a great point that's a great point yeah and, and so there is some content up there that i watched and i'm like oh melissa what wow cool um but there's uh, there's a lot of like there's a lot of improv shows up there on uh, Pig's YouTube page. There's mm-hmm. a, I've yeah. been in a bunch of groups. Um, I don't know if if you searched my name particularly, you might have to search the group things. But I'm I'm in a lot of stuff and yeah. cool. on, that, on that website. And then um, also YouTube searching, you'll find up some sketches that I made uh, over the years. Again, some of them are great. <laughs> some of them hold up less well. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's like you've got to create yeah. content. And as a comedian, like I don't stress about the stuff that I was did uh you know too much of the old stuff because it's like i don't know that's what i made that's where i yeah yeah, yeah that's what that's you were what doing was, like doing that's what you're doing and that's what the world was at that time better mm-hmm. now yeah that's where the world was at yeah. the time yeah. i to do better try to like get certain things out of my language try to know more um and it's i also try to teach that too like to my students of like mm. and that's the thing we do like we emphasize like, take a lot it's like if you're here's a list of things you're not going to do on stage. Like, um, and we have to have that talk every level one. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's, it's helpful, you know, it's helpful to kind of like, be like, what is okay and not okay. Cause not everybody's up to date on everything. Yeah, I yeah, know. Uh, sure. That's one thing that really hit me actually too, because uh, I don't usually have a filter. So when you did mention that type of stuff, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, cause again, you never really think about like, you know, you're dealing with other people and yeah, they I have their own across. different worlds too. And you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings at all. So yeah, it was nice that you, you gave that for sure. <laughs> yeah. And with improv, like you can't, like sometimes with like, you know, with you, with your friends, you joke more liberally than you would in like mixed sure. company. Mm-hmm. So like there's certain lines you'll cross more cause you're with your friends and it's safe or whatever. But in improv, like you can't do that cause the audience sees you for like a minute and a half and they don't <laughs> yeah. know that you're not like, no, no, it's cool. I don't actually feel this way. They're right. like, oh, yeah, right. God, that person just said that. Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to be careful, but it also makes you think of like, now, even when I am in smaller, more intimate crowds, it makes me more cognizant of like, of like, oh, you know, I shouldn't even be saying this now. Like, even if it's just me and my husband home, like, oh, no, yeah. no, yeah. get that yeah. out of your brain. Get Absolutely. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Often, <laughs> you know, we're conditioned yeah. to think and do certain things and not not all of them are very kind to other people so yeah yeah well, yeah those are very interesting that's so sure. much so much there. good stuff yeah yeah that's so yeah that's uh it's, i feel like we could keep talking for for hours we, here we, but had, we don't, had conversations I, forever I, I think zoom, i think zoom has upgraded our uh profile too because we were supposed to be capped at 40 minutes apparently but we're still rolling and recording so we're good but i don't want to take up yeah you've been very generous with your time so we don't want to take up anymore um can we just ask where people can follow you on social media and then also with pig once we reopen here the world that is um you guys have shows every thursday friday and saturday correct Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, the- theoretically, that's when we're gonna get, right. get to when the world back opens. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, you know, there's Melissa, Melissa, uh, dash bowler.com. That's my website, my fairly updated website. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also on Facebook under my name on Twitter, under my name. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram at Bowlerarama. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you could follow me on stuff on social media. I'm sure I'm all over YouTube and stuff, but an at improv pig is also much, um, I do a lot of work through them and mm -hmm. for them. So, okay, um, yep. Yeah, the, yeah, following Improv Guild. I have their mug right here. Just oh, sweet. Subtly, awesome. subtly awesome. They sponsor like, the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a like, little subtle product placement. Love it. Um, yeah, and uh, definitely follow them. They have a lot. Cool. And, and I'm, I'm one of uh, just a, like, there's, we have a whole arsenal of amazing comedians through Improv Pig, which is great. We have great teachers and performers, and I'm humbled by the people I get to work with, because I'm cool. like, wow, I get to share a stage with this funny bastard, you know? Yeah, uh, that's amazing. That's awesome. It's like such a blessing to just be surrounded by so much talent there. It's great. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And Phil and I, again, we recommend it to anyone we get the chance to talk to our experience, like talk about our experience with improv as we, we, I gotta do improv too. I think yeah, it's the we next always, step. Shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I gotta yeah, we might have to keep the horizons. Going. I know we yeah. might have to keep going here, but we honestly recommend it to anybody <laughs> yes. and say yeah. it was one of the better experiences that honestly we've ever had. And it's just opened a lot of doors and just different thoughts and kind of how we can, you know, yeah. advance here with, with different things that we want to do so um yeah thank you again melissa for your time we this was this was awesome so we really appreciate it hey guys thanks a lot for tuning in to episode five with melissa bowler if you want to check out her website it's melissa-bowler.com or if you want to learn a little more about the providence improv guild go to improvpig.com did you enjoy the episode? If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review. Your feedback is 100% appreciated. Lastly, please add us on Instagram at Phil and Ryan Pod. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon.